0: Hello, and welcome to Minds in Motion with Dr. K. The show where we delve into the stories and insight of leaders who are changing the world as they share their challenges and successes in this ever-changing landscape of our time. I'm your host, Dr. Capel, and today we are going to share part two of Navigating the Corporate Labyrinth, Millennials Leading in This Disruptive Era. Uh, We have yet another thought-provoking solo presentation. Today, I'm going to be focusing on a group that is reshaping the corporate landscape. You know, last session, last episode, we dealt with navigating traditional structures, leadership gaps, clash of generations, and embracing technology and change. Join me as we explore the additional hurdles millennial leaders may face and the unique perspective they bring to the table. So today I want to kick it off and delve into work-life integration. You know, in today's episode we will begin by discussing what does work-life integration look like in this era. You know, millennials are known for valuing work-life balance and seeking purpose in their careers. How do they balance these values with the demands that are placed on their leadership roles? That's something we'll explore, the intricacies of that work-life integration and the challenges that millennials face as they try to create a fulfilling professional and personal life. So in balancing work-life integration, there are certain strategies that can be employed. Setting clear boundaries. These millennial leaders must learn how to establish boundaries between work and personal life both for themselves and their team members thereby encouraging what open communication about workload and expectations in order to prevent burnout and you know burnout is real and now we're talking about fatigue is being added to that burnout so we want to make sure that we are you know in employing the right type of work-life integration we want to implement some flexibility in work arrangements and that would allow employees to balance personal commitments with professional responsibilities also encouraging a result oriented work environment whereby you focus in more on productivity rather than rigid working hours I know right now we have a lot of hybrid work going on. Where, you know, Some people are working off purely remote and some are working remotely, as well as spending a couple of days in the office in a hybrid type of structure. So we wanna make sure that that healthy work-life balance is being demonstrated. Um, one of the things that uh, millennial leaders need to do is encourage employees to take advantage of their vacation days, and also prioritize self-care because, you know, a whole person comes to work every day with not just work on their mind. So being able to have that me time, as I like to call it, and prioritizing time for self-care, scheduling you on your calendar is very important. One of the other areas to help with that work-life integration is a big one that I know a lot of leaders, as I work with them on a daily basis, they struggle with. And that's delegation, that big word. How to delegate effectively. You know, I hear so many excuses why they are not delegating. And my responsibility as a coach is to show them why they should delegate you know when they delegate what they do they're going to empower team members by delegating tasks appropriately it's also going to help to stretch and grow those team members being careful to distribute responsibilities and avoid micromanaging so you as you this as you delegate you want to ensure that you know the team members have the capacity to be able to function in the capacity, um, in function the roles to which you are delegating. Because if you hold on to everything that you've been doing because of the comfortability of it, then you will find yourself as a leader consistently working one level down. So as you move up in leadership, you, want, you must learn how to delegate and delegate correctly being sure that you clearly communicate what uh, needs to happen with the work or the assignments or taskings that you are delegating and um, ensuring that it is equitably distributed among team members in order to avoid or prevent excessive stress on any one individual. So by doing so, you also wanna promote a supportive culture And that's fostering a workplace culture that values employees' well-being as well as their mental health. Leaders remember a whole person comes to work each day with other problems other than work on their mind. So being careful to avoid fatigue and burnout is a real thing. Providing resources and support for managing stress as well as maintaining a healthy work-life balance is something that you want to ensure as you provide that supportive culture another thing you can do is having regular check-ins because as you delegate these responsibilities you don't just leave them out to sea right but you want to conduct regular check-ins with a team member you want to assess the workload you want to address any concerns you want to provide any type of support that they may need you want to ensure that the psychological safety is being created Um, you want to create that open and transparent communication channel where employees feel comfortable discussing work-life balance issues because one of the things that you definitely want to do is to build that trust with your team members you know um i mentioned that intrinsic value is very important it's celebrated by millennial leaders the intrinsic value of work-life balance, what it does, it leads to a workplace value that millennial, millennial hold, and that is autonomy. But it's not for the reason you would think. They do not wish to be free of direction or supervision. Rather, when you give millennial employees autonomy on the job, it helps communicate that you believe in their ability and you trust them. Like many other employees they detest being micromanaged however other generations dismiss a micromanager as someone who's anal or controlling not the millennials they take micromanaging behavior personally because it, it connotes a lack of trust or confidence in them so a common refrain heard from millennials uh, as I was doing my research it was um, though not exactly in these words but show us what you expect us to do and then get out of our way because they they want to you, you explain it to them they understand and they off to the races they don't you don't need to be you know hovering over them however as I say you want to conduct regular check-ins just to stay connected to the process so h- overcoming stereotypes You know, stereotype often surrounds the millennial generation and it's from being labeled as entitled to having a fear of commitment. But how do millennial leaders overcome these stereotypes and prove their capabilities in the corporate arena? Let's discuss strategies for dispelling the myths and earning that respect of their peers. Millennial leaders can overcome those stereotypes and demonstrate their capability in the corporate arena. And they can do this through a combination of proactive strategies and consistent, effective leadership practices. So I want to share some key approaches. Showcasing results and achievements. So they want to be able to highlight some tangible results and achievements that demonstrate their impact, whether it's on projects, Uh, with the organization, you know, how they interact with their team. They want to be able to highlight some tangible results. They also want to emphasize key performance indicators, right? Their KPIs and successful outcomes because what this does, it helps to provide concrete evidence of their leadership capabilities. Communication is huge. So being able to communicate confidently and clearly, whether it's verbal or in writing, is also one way to dispel the stereotype about perceived communication weakness um, that gets discussed around millennial leaders. So they showcase strong presentation skills and the ability to articulate those ideas in a compelling manner is gonna be able to dispel those myths when it comes to effective communication. You also wanna lead by example. So demonstrating a strong work ethic and commitment to excellence helps to dispel some of those stereotypes as well that's related to entitlement or a lack of dedication. You know, a lot of times I hear leaders, as I coach them, it's like, you know, I'm a perfectionist. And today I want you to dispel that myth. And being a perfectionist is stressful. Perfectionism is in alignment to me, with procrastination. Because when you become a perfectionist, you procrastinate, uh, you know, submitting or releasing projects and reports because it's never good enough. However, when you become more decisive and um, you're able to quickly adapt, become more agile, then you want to work with excellence and not this mindset of, being a perfectionist I hope that made sense to you focus on being able to produce work with excellence and stop thinking about being this perfectionist because it slows you down and it brings about a lot of stress you want to also be able to embrace collaboration and inclusivity so how do you do that you want to foster a collaborative and inclusive work environment whereby you can showcase the ability to work effectively with diverse teams. Encourage open communication and also value diverse perspectives. You know, it's not just about my way or the highway, but, but be able to have that more inclusive uh, discussions around decision that needs to be made. That's gonna help dispel the stereotype related to that insularity or difficulty working with others adaptability and tech savviness another strategy you want to be able to leverage adaptability to navigate change successfully showcasing that ability will help to, to thrive help you to thrive in dynamic corporate environment so you want to capitalize on tech savviness And this is gonna help to drive innovation and efficiency within the organization, thereby aligning with the expectation of this modern workplace. Because you know, with AI coming down hot and heavy, you wanna be in alignment with the the new technology and innovation that's happening so quickly and changing so rapidly. You also wanna build strong relationships. Right. So cultivating positive relationship with your colleagues, with superiors, and subordinates will help dispel the stereotype related to interpersonal skills. You know, working remotely um, causes this to be a little difficult for some of the millennial leaders uh, because not, they don't have that face-to-face interaction Building those uh, interpersonal skills tend to be a bit difficult. But one of the things you can do is, you know, schedule some coffee chats so you can reach across the ad to other colleagues and and interact with what's going on with you, what's going on with them, so that you don't feel isolated and working into in that you know in that siloed space as a work from home employee. So network actively and engage in even some mentorship. Because what that does, it demonstrates an understanding of the importance of professional relationships. So seeking out that mentorship and guidance from other experienced, you know, bosses or peers within the organization who can provide that valuable insight and support. When you establish that mentor mentee relationship, it helps bridge generational gaps. So if you're a millennial, maybe seek out a Gen Xer or a baby boomer um, who can bridge the gap and accelerate your leadership development. Continuous learning is also, you know, um, a good way so you can demonstrate a commitment to ongoing learning and skill development. Because what this does is going to counter the stereotype related to perceived inexperience. So always wanting to stay relevant, always wanting to be learning continuously, um, you know, and improving and growing your knowledge base. Pursue maybe additional certification, attend relevant workshops, stay informed about industry trends. A lot of uh, millennial leaders that I've come across, they're not up on the industry trends because I guess they're so enamored with all the projects and everything that's going on that they don't find the time to read or do some research on what are some of the new things that's coming down, some of the trends that's coming down in the industry. So, you know, find some time to ensure that you are up to date on those industry trends. Um... One of the things, another thing that's helpful is advocating for purpose-driven leadership. What do I mean by that? You want to emphasize that commitment by aligning professional goals with that broader value and mission of the organization, which is going to showcase a passion for making a positive impact that aligns with the values of the millennial generation and the organization, right? So that purpose-driven leadership. Seek feedback and iterate. A lot of leaders do not seek feedback for one reason or the other. You give it, but you don't seek it out. But by seeking feedback is one way that you can identify your blind spots. Actively seek feedback from your peers and superiors in order to identify areas for improvement, right? good way is getting a 360 assessment that's something my company offers and also debriefs a 360 so you can definitely see areas for opportunities and growth demonstrate a willingness to learn and grow by incorporating feedback into your leadership practices when you consistently demonstrate these qualities as a millennial leader it will help you to challenge the stereotypes It will help you to earn the respect of your colleagues, as well as contribute to positive organizational change. Proving those capabilities is an ongoing process, right? It's not a one and done. It's it's an ongoing. It's continuous, right? It's uh, iterative. And being strategic and thoughtful, having a strategic and thoughtful approach is going to help build a strong foundation for effective leadership. So in a world where, you know, experience is highly valued in this corporate landscape, how are millennials leaders finding mentors and accessing learning opportunities in order to grow their roles? I want to explore a little bit the importance of mentorship and continuous learning as millennial leaders strive to excel in their leadership positions. So more, a lot of millennial leaders are seeking mentorship and that continuous learning so that they can grow in their leadership position and employ various strategies to, and so they can force the professional growth. So I'm going to share with you some approaches that you can use. One of them I, I mentioned earlier is networking within the organization. You know attend company events workshops seminars so you can connect with other experienced professionals Uh, participate in team building formal mentorship programs right inquire about or participate in any formal mentorship programs that may be offered by the organization or seek it out externally looking at maybe online platforms where you can utilize professional networking you know linkedin maybe one place to connect with leaders in in your particular industry joining online communities is another way to engage in discussions seeking advice learning from experience the experience of others You also want to take advantage of opportunities to learn from, like, say, keynote speakers, participants in in, uh, panel discussions if you attend conferences. And then you also want to connect with those potential mentors. Um, Alumni networking is another good place seeking feedback and guidance from colleagues where you know you're then able to establish open communication with colleagues and supervisors and seek constructive feedback on your performance you can then use this feedback as opportunities to discuss your career goals to seek advice or even identify areas for improvement Another thing is that's really important because of the the clash of the generation is reverse mentoring. So what is reverse mentoring? It's embracing the concept of where younger professionals share their expertise in the areas like technology with the more experienced leaders. And then there could be a reciprocal learning environment where leaders can help, um, the more experienced leaders can help millennial leaders. To grow in their leadership, to bring more structure, um, and helping them in, you know, to open the doors for that mentorship opportunities. So it's a reciprocal where both parties benefit. So when you adopt this pro- productive or proactive, I'm sorry, and multifaceted approach to all, you know, the things that I've, I've mentioned, or as many as you can avail yourself to. You want to take advantage of these things and um, the millennials can then create what I call like a robust support system for mentorship, for continuous learning, building and maintaining network of mentors and peers who are invested in their professional development. Um, in It's definitely essential for long-term success and um, helping you to be rightly positioned for leadership growth within the organization so I really hope that this today's uh, podcast um, helped you know with any millennial leader who may be listening to me and have been having so many struggles I hope some of these strategies that I share uh, have been helpful so as I conclude part two of our solo presentation on millennials who are leading in a disruptive era. It is quite clear that these leaders face a unique set of challenges, from navigating traditional structures to finding the right mentors. Millennial leaders are shaping the future of the corporate world. However, it's crucial for organizations to recognize and support their growth, thereby fostering an environment where these leaders can thrive. So if your leadership team is currently grappling with any of these challenges that I've mentioned, we invite you to reach out to Alpha Consulting and Coaching, LLC. You can contact us via email at info at drancapel.com or visit our website at mpoweru.io and that's spelled M-P-O-W-E-R-U dot I welcome the opportunity to engage in a conversation with you about how our services can effectively support your leaders in navigating these hurdles. Thank you for joining us on Minds in Motion with Dr. K. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. K, signing off. Remember to be stronger than your excuses and always, always empower you. Like and share this podcast with others. See you next time.